to Life in the Land of the Ice and Snow. My name is Heather, and I'm here today with my guest, Julieta, founder of the Newbie Guide to Sweden. Hello, Julieta. Hi, nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on. I think that your guide will be perfect for the listeners of this podcast. You, as I've learned, are probably the only Swede in your organization in the Newbie Guide to Sweden. Why did you start this guide? And maybe you could tell us a little bit what it's about. Yes, I am. I am the only Swede. We are uh, 10 women uh, of different nationalities. Um, so and we are also all over Sweden. So it's, uh, it's sometimes a bit difficult <laughs> to meet. But uh, thanks to digital age, that's we can sort of handle that. I first got the idea probably about 10 years ago, or actually maybe 15 years ago. And I was subletting my apartment to an American PhD student. And when he'd been living in my apartment for maybe two weeks, he got in touch and he said that uh, he wasn't getting any mail. Did I, I know what that was about? So I said, well, have you, have you registered that you've moved with Skatteverket? And no, no, I didn't know you had to do that. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll just show you how to do that real quick. Okay, fine. Then about two weeks later, he, he calls me again and says, but I'm still not getting any mail. And I know I should because my family has sent me like a care package from home. Uh, so I was just nearby. So I said, OK, I'll just pop around and then we'll sort of investigate. <clears throat> and I get there and his name is not on the door. So I say, well, you know, um, I think this is a problem. The mailman doesn't know that you live here. He says, oh, but in the US, you don't put your name on the door. That's not safe. Right. And I was like, okay. And this is when I sort of, one of the first moments when I realized that, I mean, you can, you can be very experienced traveler, you can be super educated, you can be really well prepared, but the sort of the, your cultural and social uh, backpack gets in the way of, of a lot of, uh, of sort of making life easy when you move. And the problem as well is that you can ask a Swede for help. But the Swede is also not going to know because that Swede has their own sort of cultural and social baggage to sort of, and then, so you kind of end up talking past each other. So the, the idea of a platform where, or where we could sort of try to con collect information, explain it, translate it, and then sort of work a little bit as a, a starting point, a one-stop shop that would then lead on to different experts that sort of idea popped up. And I thought first, actually first, I didn't think platform. I first thought I'll just do a, a booklet uh, or a brochure. I quickly realized it's very difficult to explain all of Sweden in, 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 in a brochure. <laughs> so then I thought I would write a book and then that would have had to be a very, very thick book. Um, and then I, I, I learned to do WordPress sites. So and I, I thought, okay, this is the, the way. And then I sort of shanghaied my sister into this. And then she ended up writing all the content for the next two years. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, she still brings it up at family dinners. <clears throat> and yeah, so then we, we just, we launched this in 2015. We had about 400 pages of content sort of explaining 
all aspects of Sweden that we could think of. And then we told some friends and family about this and said, okay, here is a, a website. So if you know someone who might need this, go visit. And a week later, we have 5,000 followers and we're getting <laughs> inundated with emails. And we were just really not prepared for this because this was just a little fun side project. And so basically since then, we're just trying to catch up. <laughs> the need is, is huge out there. So I'm not surprised that so many people jumped on this. What I'm wondering is, as you said it was you and your sister. How did you come up with the topics? Did you ask around to like mm -hmm. other immigrants to see yeah, what they did, had trouble with? Yeah, we did, we did do surveys. And so uh, like between us combined, we have a lot of, of newbie, newbie friends uh, and also family members. But then we also did surveys um, to sort of try and, and figure out what... What was what people were looking for, but then we also, I mean, this is a while back, and we also realized that agencies and and sort of organizations and companies that were supposed to be doing this information to, to sort of handle this information, they were not doing it very well. They were either doing it in Swedish and expecting you to know Swedish, or <laughs> it was very difficult to find the information. Um, so in in many cases, we could just sort of look and see, okay what information do they have and then try to adapt it so it would actually be useful for, for, for a newbie. It sounds a bit conceited now and now the, a lot of agencies are doing a lot better work but five, seven years ago we just we weren't prepared and we were not taking very good care of newbies and there is actually still quite a lot of work left to be done I think. And I think it's good that it's a website because you, you have to continuously update everything going on. Uh, I've noticed that during the whole uh, pandemic, information has not been no. totally clear in many languages. Yes, they do have some English, Arabic, French, and other things, but that information is very short. It's like when you go to look at one of the archaeological plaques in town and it has seven paragraphs of Swedish information and one little paragraph of English yeah, telling you what exactly. it is and it's like what are they not telling me and it's yeah, the same and, and lately you know English has so much more words as well so it's kind of like it doesn't make sense it should be twice as long <laughs> yes of course <laughs> and it's the same with the, the medical mm. site lately with all the corona information. Mm. There are pages and pages in Swedish. And then in the other languages, there's one page just giving you the basics. But you still need a lot of the details. Mm. I think people fall behind on the detailed information that they need to know. Yeah, that's, it, it's interesting you bring up the pandemic because we sort of in, in February, March, when it sort of hit Europe more, we just noticed that the information just wasn't wasn't actually being translated straight from the start. So we started handing out sort of daily information, like corona information, and we are not a news platform. So we were really not equipped to do this, but the, the need was so big. So we did that for, for quite a while until sort of the government and different agencies actually started realizing that, you know, we have a big batch of, of citizens who don't speak Swedish and if they are not getting the information then then it's just it's just going to spread the virus so it keeps happening and it's in a bit interesting that the government and especially the agencies they still don't think they need help and that is a little bit frustrating because this sort of brings me to another kind of pet and it's not a pet peeve it's more kind of like a strong belief that I have that 
in order to really be good at providing information, you need to sort of also have done this newbie journey. I mean, I said that when we launched, we had about uh, 400 pages of information. Um, both my sister and I were born in Sweden, so we were Swedes providing information. But we very quickly realized that the sort of practical information is such a small part of your newbie experience of making a new country your home. It is so much about the social and the cultural aspects. And we're just, as a Swede, you're not always the best person to handle that or because because you haven't experienced that yourself. It's different when some things are common sense to you where they wouldn't be, it it wouldn't even cross your mind to question something when you come from another culture. Exactly. And I mean, I had this example that um, quite early on, I got a, I got a letter from uh, a woman, she's a refugee from Yemen. And she wrote to me and said, I'm really sorry to bother you, but I just, I'm, I'm not really able to find this information anywhere else. And we, we have a small sort of financial stipend uh, from the migration agency. And, but I just want to ask, like, how do you guys do for water? Because the water in, in the shops is very expensive and it's always this bubble water. And, and I mean, we're brushing our teeth with bubble water, but it just feels wrong and I just wrote back and I said but you you drink the water from the tap uh, completely like baffled for, about this question and then I realized that she's met so many people Red Cross employees she's met the, I mean the migration agency staff she's met people at the refugee center and no one has thought to inform that the water is drinkable and it's just this this sort of made it very obvious to us that we need to have newbies providing information for newbies and that's sort of where the second half of our platform came in which is basically newbies blog about things that they are passionate about, sharing you know, their experiences and stories with those coming after. And that is, of course, the most popular content. As soon as you get sort of the practical information out of the way, you want to know that you are not alone in your, <laughs> in your confusion. Exactly. It's so funny about the water because the guest from the previous episode, he's been on before and he's from India and he had mm. the same exact situation. Yeah. He had no idea that he could drink the water. And it's, mm. it's should be kind of something that's thought of because when you go on vacation, you usually have to check, is it okay? But I guess when somebody's coming to your country, it doesn't even occur to you to say. You have to be asked. It's not something that you will think to sort of volunteer necessarily. So it's uh, scary sometimes when you think about how far apart you can be, even with pe- when people who actually want to be very helpful and you're still not really being helpful because you just can't really put yourself entirely in the other person's shoes. What are some of the most popular things that people want to know culturally or surprising about, things? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot a lot is to how to behave at, at work. It, it can take quite a long time to get a job. And then once you get a job, you don't really get the people there uh, and you feel that they maybe don't get you and and it's like there's no like real boss there is a boss but the boss doesn't behave like a boss and everyone seems to be really slow and they don't work very hard and then all these people with kids they you know so all these things so that that a lot about like how sort of the cultural aspect of a workplace are, are very sort of popular and and also a lot of information about like understanding Swedes in different concepts like if you go visit someone at home like a Swede's home like what rules apply there or how do I make a Swedish friend so those um... okay let's cover a, a short one then for an example on the podcast so when you visit a Swede's home what should you do uh, be on time always preferably like 
one or two minutes before, one or two minutes after, you know, it's uh, <laughs> take your shoes off, bring a bottle of wine uh, because and alcohol is. If not wine, usually chocolates or flowers. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. But I mean, this, the, the concept about, about wine, I mean, if, if you do drink alcohol, because it's so expensive, it, it is considered a very nice gift. So that's, that's the, the classic. Then you will uh, always get the sort of, it's called who's a scene, where you, you sort of are shown around the apartment, even into <laughs> the bedroom, yes. which some people find very weird. Then it's a very common conversation topic is like if you're renting like how did you find that rental <laughs> it's also quite common to ask about the price if you bought the uh, the apartment or the house do you think this is a swedish thing or like a stockholm thing or a city that could actually that that's very 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 good point mm-hmm. i think that the apartment price is <laughs> yes. a stockholm thing and, oh, yes. and now becoming from the, the the other major cities as well we actually have a we we have a really, really good blogger named Sophie. Um, she's a sort of cultural expert and she writes these amazing, amazing um, blog posts about sort of all these confusions between, between Swedes and, uh, and, and newbies. And I really recommend that uh, to go visit the, the website and, and search for Sophie. And uh, you're going to have a, a few hours of, of very interesting reading and laughter. I, I die laughing every time I read her, her posts. And Good, I have to check it out. Yeah, so absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's my tip for today. <laughs> so you are starting up something new with the Newbie Guide. Yes, yes, we are. We actually launched on the 17th of May. So that's it's a very new little sibling to our newbie baby. We launched a, an e-learning platform called Newbie Learn. It's basically, we just, I mean, through the years, we've been asking our readers what, like, what do they want more of? Like, how can we help more? And, and uh, a lot of people say that they either want like one-on-one tutoring or help, uh, like, or like, potentially workshops where you can get help with sort of around certain topics like how to find work or anything that you you can come up with really and the others want to have very specific guides around certain topics like if I want to find a job in Sweden like how exactly should I do which are the, which are the steps or if I want to make friends uh, my new job for instance then how do I do that like give me the guide so I can you know if a Swede behaves this way I can look at the guide <laughs> and sort of give the, 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 the proper response and so basically so we decided to create courses for this we have around specific areas at the moment so like how and where to learn Swedish um we have one course uh, that is how to become popular in the Swedish workplace and how to get the salary you deserve. Unfortunately, a lot of, of newbies are uh, not paid what they, they should be. And right. a lot of it is around because you don't really know the rules of negotiation and how, how that process works. Mm-hmm. So um, actually this this blogger Sophie she's she actually wrote this course and so that's a good one. We also have um a course on if you're moving here the whole set of things that you need to think of and do. And then we have one on moving with pets, oh, <laughs> which is a very good. specific topic that we have so many people asking for how you bring your pet with you. So we created this these courses and we're going to create more and one of the reasons besides people asking us for is that we're noticing that it just takes too long to make Sweden properly your home. 
to get a job, to get to the level of Swedish that you want to get, to make Swedish friends, to really feel at home. And the statistics are not really in the newbie's favor. I mean, it's somewhere between five and 10 years to get a job. If you're right. a woman, a newbie, unfortunately, the statistics are even less in your favor. I mean, you can, um, you can find some small work here and there and part-time jobs, but I think what you're talking about is getting like a real permanent contract type job where exactly. you don't have to worry. I mean, getting, getting to a point where you feel, okay, I'm, I'm my own person. I'm independent. This is, this is my right. home as much as I want it to be. And I think that it's just when when there is a lack of information, then of course that that is a hind, sort of hindering itself, and that's what we want to do with with newbie guides, sort of to help. But the thing is that you end up making so many mistakes. You end up waiting for you know the right person to come along and tell you to try this, and then all these mistakes just means that you sit there and then you wait and you don't get to the next step. And so with these courses and also with the newbie guide we just really want to sort of shorten this journey so that you get to we talk a bit we talk about newbies and oldbies and an oldbie is just some you're an oldbie when you feel you're an oldbie when you want to be an oldbie when you feel okay I got this and we just want to help people to get to that point quicker and not waste time waiting basically I think it's so wonderful that you saw a need for this and developed it I would have really needed something like this when I first came here. It's been too long, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, I would suggest that almost everyone who listens to this podcast could get something very good, even if you're not living in Sweden and you just have relatives or friends in Sweden, just to learn a little bit more about culture, about what's going on with people. Uh, I think the blog post especially would probably be fun to read. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of entertainment there. Yes. So what? It's the newbie guide. Uh, the newbie guide.se. The newbie guide.se. It's a so, very complicated long name, but yeah, we just <laughs> wanted that we wanted to be clear what it was. And yeah, I think we over we overthought it a little bit, but that's what it is. <laughs> it's not as long as the name of this podcast. <laughs> So the newbieguide.se. And yeah. we'll also on our Facebook and Instagram channels, we'll also include a link there uh, oh, just great. in case you don't have time to remember, write it down while you're listening. I'm looking forward to reading through some of these blog posts this afternoon. And I'm definitely going to recommend this to any new people that I meet because I think it's such a necessity and just wonderful that it exists. Thank you. Well, yeah, we... thank you for doing this. Yeah, it's it's been it's been an it is hard work and sometimes I really feel like I would like to toss it out the window but uh, no I can't there's too much work so many people need it and it's it's helpful to so many so I'm glad that you keep it up you and your team thank of you. course thank you yes <laughs> yes I'll tell them to listen so and uh, and it's good that that we mentioned them because they are actually the ones that work the hardest <laughs> of course thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about this and offering this help to everyone yeah have a great rest of the summer week thank you you too it's gonna go out eventually and enjoy the sun so I look forward to it I look forward to, to um, hearing more podcasts from, from you as well. Very excited. Thank you. We're probably taking a break over the summer after a while, and but then we'll be back with season four. So we'll, we'll keep all that information updated. Mm -hmm.